Fresh off her cruise aboard Cunard's Queen Elizabeth, I spoke to our reporter Carolyn Jasinski about her role on board as a guest lecturer. Uh, Carolyn, welcome back. Thank you very much. I think you escaped a bullet. I dodged a bullet. I definitely did. Um, yeah, there was a COVID outbreak on board the ship. But, right. Uh, you would hardly... Um, you, we hardly knew it was going. We suspected something was happening because numbers of people um, became scarcer, especially at the talks I was giving. Right. Um, but uh, there was no panic on board and, you know, it was all handled very well. Yeah. And I actually met a, quite a lot of people who had had COVID and then had been isolating and come out of it again. Oh, okay. And, yeah, they were full of praise of, of how it was handled on board. Right. It was a bit of... Uh, you were on the Queen Elizabeth, so it was a bit of British stiff upper lip, was there? Oh, yes, keep calm and carry on. on right. Hard. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. So your job was that you were... Um, well, you're not an entertainer. What? What they? How do they describe your role? Actually, it's funny you say that. We do come under the entertainment banner, right? And but I was a guest speaker, right. so I was I was enrichment speaking. So it's right. they they um, they get you to come on board. You have to basically you've got to pitch your talks like you do uh, any a other story. story. Yeah, and then you have to do a video audition. And if if they like what they see and hear, you get a gig on board. And so does that mean you get a freebie? You do. You get a free cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on the cruise line, you'll either get paid or you won't. So it's notorious oh. in, in Australia for not being paid. You're the only entertainers on board on some of the cruise lines that don't get paid. And I think they think because they give you a free cruise that, you know, they're doing their job. Um, but it's it can be a bit of a slap in the face. Uh, Cunard paid, so right. that was good. Okay. And so did you decide you were going to talk about Australia to ostensibly international travellers, or what, what was the mix? Well, the mix for me was I, I do both destination and enrichment speaking. So destination talks are not the port talks where they tell you you know, you're going to get off and you'll have to go down a steep ramp and there'll be buses waiting, that sort of stuff. They have yeah. they have port talkers for that. Right. The destination stuff that I do is more about the culture of where we're going. So, for example, uh, I've done a lot in Auckland and uh, New Zealand, so it'll all be about the New Zealand culture and a bit about their history and geography. Um, but this particular one I did was um, mainly about travel writing. Okay. Well, people are obviously interested in, if they're interested in travel, they're probably interested in either writing or reading about travel. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, how many people were on board the ship? Uh, it takes 2,084, I believe. And, okay. But I think there was only 1,500 or so, it's so not to a mega. Start. It's not a mega ship. Uh, no. Well, you've only got to look at it to see. It's got those beautiful, clean sort of lines. It's got the funnels. It's got the black hull. Uh, it's, it's really elegant. <laughs> it is a nice ship. Right. And this it's, is the older of the of the Cunard lines at the moment, isn't it, this one? No, this is the Queen Elizabeth. She's been around for a while, but mm. the QE2, I think now, is a floating hotel in Dubai. Right. I think. Okay. Um, the Queen Elizabeth is still out there. and Queen Mary uh, is a larger version of the, 
the Queen Elizabeth, and there's right. also the Queen Victoria. Right. Now, you're also doing another cruise with them um, on the same basis, yeah? Yes, I'm doing, in March, I'm going from Sydney to Fremantle. So that's another enrichment um, gig, I guess you'd call it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I hop on board and so the, the four, I only have to do four talks on that one. That's So it'll be how to thrive, uh, survive and thrive on a cruise. Yeah. And that's just a funny kind of introduction really to my warped sense of humour about mm -hmm. how, how to dress well and eat well and drink well and... Right. You know, all those sort of things. That okay. gives them an idea of what I'm like. And then I do the Accidental Photographer's Guide to Taking Great Travel Shots. Yeah. And that's if I can take a good photo, anyone can. <laughs> yeah, well, you've taken some terrific photos. I have, but it's more about being in the right place at the right time. Oh, of course and, it is, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, but I, I actually... Uh, take them through an Arctic expedition that I was on, mm -hmm. and it was had a photographic focus. So I share all the tips that I learnt on that okay. um, expedition. It was it's it, they love it. The people come back I and bet they all they do yeah yeah and they they come along armed with their huge lenses and right. And so, so there's no pressure, of course. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. And that's then, uh, yeah. And then the one question I always get asked when people say, what do you do? And I say, I'm a travel writer. And they say, oh, best job in the world. And, and I have to agree, it is. Mm. But I take them through a talk called, so you want to be a travel writer. And they get the highs and the lows. And they get me being thrown out of planes and down the side of buildings and swimming with sharks. And, and I just open their eyes to some of the things that, you know they may not have thought about and all the hard slog when you finish a trip so yeah. you, you know you might finish it and you've got to download your notes and photos and then you spend hours writing the story and not to mention when you're actually on the trips and you're up at the crack of dawn you don't get to bed till midnight or you get back to your hotel room and then you've got to type up your notes and so they don't see all that so I kind of open their eyes to the both the good and the bad parts of oh, it. Oh, I think I'd better come along. I might learn a few tricks off you. <laughs> um, that'd be good. And then the last one, the mm. one of the best ones is, well, that they like the most is everyone asks how to write a travel journal, which is kind of strange for me because I think a journal, you can write whatever you like. It's your mm. journal. But I think the idea comes and the, and the talks have progressed from writing a journal to if you want to take that to earning money as a travel writer. Yeah. So they can write their own stories or blogs or social media posts or, you know, all, all sorts of podcasts, um, yeah. you know, depending on what they're interested in. So I take them through that as well. And, and of course, then for the rest of the cruise, they're all presenting me with their stories to read. So that's kind of nice. Oh, you're marking <laughs> them and giving them an elephant stamp? Or... <laughs> they all get a great mark. <laughs> Very good. I'm yeah. pleased with that. So if you're not talking... You're allowed to do anything you like on the ship, like you, or do you have yes. to stay below stairs, so to no, speak? No, no, I'm treated as a, a passenger. Right. Um, so I can do anything, really. I just have to bear in mind, and, and anyone else who wants to go down this path has to bear the same thing in mind, is that you have to behave. <laughs> right. Because you are part of the crew. So you're in this weird limbo land where you hop on as crew but you're treated as a passenger. Right. So if something terrible was to happen, you would 
you're a supernumerary, I think they call you, and it means you may be called upon to help deal with whatever situation. You may have to be the last person off the boat next to the captain. Yeah, I'll be last in the lifeboat. But no, it's all all lovely. So you, you can do anything. So on this one... We spent days by the pool. So you took between... Rick, your husband, on this one? I did, yeah. We, you're allowed to take a partner because... Um, Is that included and... in the deal? That's free? Yes, that's well, even though he eats a lot. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't drink. No, I know that. <laughs> so, but, yeah. so that's they're saving money there. So. Yeah. But it's, it's really, it's a fabulous um, way to try new destinations. Yeah. Um, and just to do something different. I mean, when they asked me to do it, they said... Well, you like cruising? I said, yes. They said, well, you like talking? I said, yeah. Why don't you come and talk on a cruise ship? It's kind of perfect. Sounds fantastic, Carolyn. Yeah. And you obviously do it well. So uh, good luck with that. I, I, I mean, okay, the COVID thing was a bit of a, a, bit of a distraction, obviously, but all, all's well that ends well there. So you managed to get off the ship in Darwin and not, uh, not have to spend any more time on board. You didn't feel sick at all? No, 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 we were fine. And look, the the precautions they take um, are relevant at the time. So we had to wear masks indoors. Right. Um, so we spent a lot of time outdoors, which was just lovely in the in the weather anyway. Mm. But it, you go into the theatre and everybody is masked up, and there's always sanitizer. Caroline Jasinski talking with Graham Kemlo, and it brings our first hour to a close.